Good evening. I'm Anthony Robustelli, author of I Want to Tell You, The Definitive Guide to the Music of the Beatles, and this is the Beatles' multi-track meltdown. Each week I'll be playing stripped-down, deconstructed mixes of classic Beatles songs, highlighting different instruments and vocals in a way that will truly amaze you. Imagine sitting in the control room at EMI Studios and having the opportunity to peel away the layers of a song, discovering new elements that you never knew existed. This is the closest you can get to that experience. So sit back, tune in, and enjoy the Beatles' multi-track meltdown. I'll make you maybe next time around. It's been a great weekend at the Fest for Beatle Fans, held in Rybrook, New York, and I had a blast presenting two Beatles' multi-track meltdowns live. For everybody that made it out, I hope you had as good a time as I did. We're going to start tonight's show with two songs from the Hard Day's Night LP. First up, take four of the Grammy-winning title track. The song title came from one of Ringo's malapropisms and was originally used by Lennon in the poem Sad Michael from his book In His Own Right. A Hard Day's Night was written the night before the April 16th, 1964 recording session, so Paul, George, and Ringo were hearing the song for the first time that day. Director Dick Lester was also present and told them he needed the song to be cinematic with a strong opening and dreamy ending since it was going to open both the film and the soundtrack. The group came up with both the strident guitar chord at the top and the guitar arpeggios that closed the song, which were perfect bookends to a phenomenal song. Although they had rehearsed the song prior to take one, there were still some flubs on take four, and Harrison was still attempting a rather weak solo. Next, we'll hear one of only three contributions by McCartney to the Hard Day's Night LP, Things We Said Today. Although McCartney's Can't Buy Me Love had been their first number one single of the year, Lennon dominated the album, writing the majority of ten of the thirteen songs. Things We Said Today was written in May 1964, while on holiday with girlfriend Jane Asher and Ringo and his wife Maureen. They chartered a yacht named Happy Days, and Paul started the song below deck one afternoon. McCartney elaborates. I got away from the main party, but it was a bit queasy downstairs. You could smell the oil, and the boat was rocking a bit, and I'm not the best sailor in the world. So I wrote a little bit of it downstairs, and then the rest of it on the back deck where you couldn't smell the engine. It was a slightly nostalgic thing already, a future nostalgia. We'll remember the things we said today sometime in the future, so the song projects itself into the future and then is nostalgic about the moment we're living in now, which is quite a good trick. It was a sophisticated little tune. For this remix, we'll be switching between the rhythm section and an a cappella mix, as well as highlighting the piano overdub on the second bridge. Two from a hard day's night. One, two, three, four. It's been a hard day's night, and I've been I'm on the 
You say you'll be my girl Till the end of time These days such a kind girl Seems so hard to find Someday when we're dreaming Deep in love, not a lot to say Then we will remember Things we said today Make you my girl, be the only one Love me all the time, girl, we'll go on and on Someday when we're dreaming, we've in love, not a lot to say Then we will remember, things we said today me, I'm just the lucky kind Love to hear you say that love is love No, we may be blind Love is here to stay and that's enough Next up, three songs from 65. The first, Tell Me What You See, from the Help LP, is an often forgotten Beatles song. Written primarily by McCartney, it was one of the songs written for the Help film, but director Dick Lester didn't feel it was strong enough for inclusion, so it ended up on side two with the other songs not featured in the film. Since the American Help LP only had songs from the film, along with selections from the orchestral score by Ken Thorne, Tell Me What You See found a place as the next-to-last song on Beatles 6. Another song written while on holiday with Jane Asher... The song features a gyro, claves, and tambourine, which gives the song a slightly Latin feel. For this remix, we'll begin with the rhythm section before switching to an a cappella mix. Look out for the honer pianet played by McCartney before the last verse, which will feature the rhythm section once again. We'll then hear one song from the UK's first double A-sided single, We Can Work It Out. The song was started by Paul at Rembrandt, the house he bought for his father in July of 1964, and finished at Lennon's Kenwood home in Weybridge. Lennon explained at his 1980 Playboy interview. He came to my house with the first bit, and I came up with, Life is very short and there is no time for fussing and fighting, my friend. You've got Paul's writing, We can work it out, real optimistic, you know, and me, impatient, life is very short. It was yet another song written about the troubles he was having in his relationship with Jane Asher. George Harrison also made a significant contribution to the middle eight, suggesting the bars of 3-4 or waltz time, although he only played tambourine on the song. The song also features two harmonium overdubs, one by John and one by Paul. This is a true remix with instruments and vocals coming in and out. We'll then hear the Rubber Soul song that was originally recorded during the Help Sessions, Wait. On June 17, 1965, the Beatles entered EMI Studios for their last session for the Help LP. After recording a brief vocal overdub and the string quartet for Yesterday, the group recorded Act Naturally and finished the session with Wait, the 14th song for the album. The following day, the song was mixed for mono, but not for stereo. 
It's assumed that George Martin didn't think the song was good enough at this point for inclusion on the album, so the Larry Williams rocker Dizzy Miss Lizzy, recorded on May 10th, was substituted. Five months later, the group was gathered in Studio 2 for their last session for the Rubber Soul LP and found themselves one song short. After recording You Won't See Me and Girl, they decided to dust off weight and add more overdubs. McCartney double-tracked his vocals during the bridges, a third harmony was added during the final two verses, Harrison added additional tone pedal guitar parts as well as rhythm guitar during the bridges, and Starr added tambourine and maracas. This is another true remix, so look out. Three songs from 1965. How can I get through? Can't you try to see that I'm trying to get to you? Open up your eyes now. Tell me what you see. It is no surprise now. What you see is me. Tell me what you see.
see it my way Only time will tell if I am right or I am wrong Why do you see it your way? There's a chance that we might fall apart before too long We can work it out It's been a long time, now I'm coming back home. I've been away now, oh how I've been alone. Wait till I come back to your side, we'll forget the tears we cried. But if your heart breaks, don't wait, turn me away. And if your heart's strong, hold on. I won't delay Wait Till I come back to your side We'll forget the tears we cried I feel as though You ought to know That I've been good As good as I can be And if you do I'll trust in you And know that you Will wait for me It's been a long time Now I'm Coming back home I've been away now Oh how I've been alone Wait Till I come back to your side We'll forget the tears we've cried I feel as though You ought to know That I've been good As good as I can be And if you do I'll trust in you And know that you Wait for me But if your heart breaks Don't wait Turn me away And if your heart's strong Hold on I won't delay Wait Till I come back to your side We'll forget the tears we cried It's been a long time Now I'm coming back home been away now oh how i've been alone in 1966 for the first time the beatles only recorded one lp but what an lp it was the classic revolver after using a string quartet on mccartney's yesterday for the help lp strings were not used at all on their next album rubber soul For Eleanor Rigby, it was decided that a string octet would be utilized, and a biting classical score was composed by George Martin along with Paul. This is the first Beatles song to not feature any member playing an instrument. There has also been quite a controversy as to who wrote the lyrics. McCartney began writing the song in the music room in the Asher home at 57 Wimpole Street. McCartney elaborates. 
I was sitting at the piano when I thought of it, just like the comedian Jimmy Durante. The first few bars just came to me, and I got this name in my head, Daisy Hawkins. She picks up the rice in the church where a wedding has been. Those words just fell out like stream of consciousness stuff, but they started to set the tone of it all. Because you then have to ask yourself, what did I mean? It's a strange thing to do. Most people leave the rice there unless she's a cleaner. So there's a possibility she's a cleaner in the church, or is it a little more poignant than that? She might be some lonely spinster of this parish who's not going to get a wedding. And that was what I chose. So this song became a song about lonely people. He wasn't comfortable with the name Daisy Hawkins, so he looked for an alternative. Paul remembers that he was thinking of help actress Eleanor Braun when he came up with the first name. But songwriter and friend Lionel Bart remembers walking past a cemetery with Paul and seeing the name Eleanor Bygraves on a headstone, and that Paul thought the first name worked for the song. To confuse matters further, in the 80s, a headstone with the name Eleanor Rigby was found in Woolton Cemetery, just a few yards from where John and Paul met in 1957. Many people have claimed to have written some of the lyrics of Eleanor Rigby. Ringo came up with the darning his socks line. Lennon's friend Pete Shotton allegedly came up with the ending where Father McKenzie does the burial service for Eleanor Rigby. And it's been stated that roadies Mal Evans and Neil Aspinall helped finish the lyrics in the studio. The major point of contention is whether Lennon had anything to do with the lyrics or not. He claims that the first verse was McCartney's, and the rest was his, but Shotton remembers everybody in the room at Lennon's house throwing out ideas except Lennon. In his 1980 Playboy interview, Lennon claimed that the song was finished in the studio. Rather than ask me to do the lyrics, he said, hey, you guys finish up the lyrics, while he sort of fiddled around with the track or the arranging or something at another part of the giant studio at EMI. I sat there with Mal Evans, a road manager who was a telephone installer, and Neil Aspinall, a student accountant who became a road manager and it was the three of us he was talking to. I was insulted and hurt that he had thrown it out in the air that way. Actually, he meant for me to do it, but he wouldn't ask. And of course, there isn't a line of theirs in the song, because I finally went off to a room with Paul and we finished the song. That was the kind of insensitivity he had, which made me upset in the later years. It's just the kind of person he is. It meant nothing to him. I wanted to grab a piece of the song, so I wrote it with them sitting at the table, thinking how dare he throw it out in the air like that. However, Paul disagreed with that in a number of interviews. I saw somewhere that he says he helped on Eleanor Rigby. Yeah, about half a line. It seems as though John backed himself into a corner and couldn't find a way to save face, because a less likely John Lennon composition would be hard to find. Whoever wrote what, it is still a fabulous song, and tonight we're going to focus on the cello part and one of McCartney's overdub vocals on the chorus. We'll then move forward to 1967 and McCartney's Penny Lane, the first Beatles single to not reach the number one position. Petty Lane took quite a while to perfect, spanning over nine separate sessions, but the basic rhythm track which consisted of McCartney's main piano part was recorded in just six takes. Although this formed the basis for the then-untitled tune, numerous overdubs would take place over many sessions, including six pianos, two of which were played by John and one by George Martin. This mix will feature McCartney's main piano, along with backing vocals, an additional piano, tambourine, double bass, and handbell. It sounds like there might even be a little uncredited vibraphone heard on the choruses. Next, we'll hear a George Harrison song recorded shortly before the release of Pepper, slated to appear on Magical Mystery Tour. It's all too much. This remix will feature guitars, bass clarinet, and trumpets, and is the shortened version heard in the Yellow Submarine movie.
Next, we're going to hear three songs from 1968. The Beatles' number one single, Lady Madonna, and I'm So Tired and Happiness is a Warm Gun from the White Album. Recorded on February 3rd and 6th, Lady Madonna was recorded in five takes before the Beatles left for India and would be the last release on the Parlophone label. All future singles and LPs would be released by the group's own Apple label. McCartney based his piano part for the song on Humphrey Littleton's 1956 trad jazz recording, Bad Penny Blues. He said of writing the song in a 1994 interview, Lady Madonna was me sitting down at the piano trying to write a bluesy boogie-woogie thing. It reminded me of Fats Domino for some reason, so I started singing a Fats Domino impression. It took my voice to a very odd place. For this mix, we'll feature McCartney's vocal, bass, lead guitar, backing vocals, and Starr's heavy overdub drum part. Next, we'll hear take six of Lennon's I'm So Tired. Written while suffering a bout of insomnia while studying transcendental meditation in India, the song is one of Lennon's favorites. Not only is this mix sped up, it features a prominent organ part as well as different lead guitar lines. After that, we'll hear an overdub session for Happiness is a Warm Gun. For this mix, we're going to hear an organ part that wasn't used, as well as lead guitar, vocals, and a bit of the rhythm section during the Mother Superior part, followed by piano and backing vocals for the third section. Three songs from 68.
say I'm putting you on But it's no joke It's doing me harm You know I can't sleep I can't stop my brain You know it's three weeks I'm going insane You know I'd give you everything I've got For a little peace of mind I'm so tired I'm feeling so upset Such a stupid get You'd say I'm putting you on But it's no joke It's doing me harm You know I can't sleep I can't stop my brain You know it's three weeks I'm going insane You know I'd give you everything I've got for little peace of mind Give you everything I've got for little peace of mind Everything I've got for little peace of mind That going second time I'm so
We're going to close the show tonight with three solo Beatles recordings. The first, McCartney's 1979 number five single, Good Night Tonight, started as an instrumental recorded in 1978. When Wings needed a single to accompany their Back to the Egg LP, McCartney brought the track to the studio where Denny Lane and Lawrence Juber added guitars, Steve Holly added percussion, and the entire group sang the chorus. Since the original version was over seven minutes long, an edited version was released as the single, and the full version was available as a 12-inch single. While Lennon commented that he didn't care for this song, he did commend McCartney on his bass playing. For this mix, we'll focus on the bass, drums, and an extremely dry lead vocal. We'll then fast forward to McCartney's number one single from 1982, the duet with Stevie Wonder, Ebony and Ivory. It was ranked by Billboard as the 69th biggest hit of all time on the Billboard Hot 100 charts. For McCartney, the song's run at the top of the charts was the longest of any of his post-Beatles works, and second longest career-wise, behind Hey Jude. For Wonder, it was his longest-running chart-topper, spending seven weeks at number one. It also marked the first time that any single released by any member of the Beatles hit the Billboard R&B chart, and was McCartney's record 28th song to hit number one on the Billboard Hot 100. On the other hand, many people believe that it was too saccharine, and it landed on many magazines' worst of lists. For this mix, we'll feature drums, bass, some synthesizer, and lead vocals. We'll close the show with another true remix. This one of the Lennon song Gimme Some Truth from 1971's Imagine LP. The song was originally debuted during the Get Back sessions, and the released version features future Yes drummer Alan White, Klaus Vorman on bass, Andy Davis on acoustic guitar, Nicky Hopkins on RMI electric piano, Lennon on rhythm guitar, and Harrison on slide lead. Enjoy. Say it. Say anything. 
Don't get too tired for love Don't let it end Don't say goodnight to love It's a feeling that may Ebony and ivory live together in perfect harmony Side by side on my piano keyboard Oh Lord, why don't we? We all know that people are the same wherever you go There is good and bad in everyone When we learn to live We learn to give each other what we need to survive Together alive Ebony and ivory in perfect harmony side by side on my piano keyboard oh lord why don't we
Anthony Robustelli, author of I Want to Tell You, The Definitive Guide to the Music of the Beatles, Volume 1, 1962-1963, and you've been listening to the Beatles' multi-track meltdown. Tune in every Sunday night, 5 o'clock p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, to hear more deconstructed mixes of classic Beatle tunes, live cuts, and solo recordings. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram, at ShadyBearBKLYN, and like the page for I Want to Tell You on Facebook. The book is available on Amazon.com and on the website, thebeetlesiwanttotellyou.com. See you next week, Beatles fans.